Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn, and are you ready to get twisted with me today? I want to continue on our conversation about money because it's super important. It does really make the world go around and because our kids really aren't getting the information at school. I shared some t- some statistics with you, sorry, that uh, less than 31% of children between the ages of 12 to 18 receive financial literacy information at school. Okay, less than 31%, guys. And where do we depend on our kids to get their smarts from to go into the real world, typically school? Only 1% of kids, or sorry, only 1% of parents say their kids save anything from their allowance. That's on us, guys. These are on us. We need to teach our kids more about money. The other statistic I shared, ooh, I said statistic okay there, (laughs) was that kids are living at home. There is an average age now they're suggesting can be till 32 years of age. I know with R4, there's no way I want them living at home until they're 32. So let's figure out how we can be preventative. Allowance. I think that allowance is a beautiful thing. Now, I have to tell you that I've had several conversations and read several research papers and just different people's opinions about allowance. And there's quite a few people that believe allowance, you know, shouldn't be tied to chores and shouldn't be tied to all these other things. And I will talk about that in another podcast. But this one, I really just want to teach you uh, how to teach your kids about money. And one of the ways to do that is through allowance. So let's go with the fact for now that we believe that allowance is okay. So allowance gives you the opportunity to show your children how to manage their money. Where else do kids learn to manage money? So unless you're going to give them some fake money or you're going to play different games with them that maybe have money in them constantly so they get it ingrained in them, your kids are going to walk out of the house not understanding how to handle money and they're not going to be able to be successful because money is a foundation of what we do need to understand. So allowance gives you that opportunity in a very real way. In our house, we've divided into four categories. Savings, spendings, investment, and giving back. The money that they receive, the allowance is divided in a percentage basis into these categories. Okay, so spending we divide is 40%, savings is 40%, investments is 10%, and giving back is 10%. So you don't have to use those categories and you don't have to use those percentages, but I'm just letting you know what we do as an example. And so that and, and I'll let you know why. And so you can choose how you want to do it in your house. But basically, spending 40%, savings 40%, investing 10%, and giving back 10%. Okay? For spending, they're allowed to spend pretty much as much as they want under the $75 mark. 
In here, they have to account for their entertainments, their needs, and desires. So they pay for their own meals going out. They pay for going to movies. They pay for choices that they want to make. And um, could be clothing, could be other things. But we also have them, you know, contribute to if we are going to a movie or if we are going out shopping for their clothes. And I'm not saying you have to do that for everything, make them pay, but you want to have a defined line in your head for what that looks like. Um, Again, this goes back to another podcast called um, Privilege, I believe, versus Entitlement is what it's called. And so you want to look at what your obligation is to pay as a parent and what you feel is a privilege because you don't want to send your children into this world entitled. So you decide what your bottom line is on that and they can pay for it out of their spending. Savings are for something that is over $75 and they have to plan. So they have to actually have a plan for how they're going to obtain that item that they want that's over $75. And not only do they have to have a plan, but there's a time limit within that, or not a time limit, sorry, a time frame within that, right? So if they want this and they they decide that perhaps they don't want it, then you've given them some time or some opportunity to research other prices or, you know, if their friend has one and maybe they don't like it or they could find it on a used website or whatever, but they're not just going on that impulse buy and buying it, okay? So that's what savings are for. And we've chosen the $75 mark. You can choose a different mark for that. Um, Again, as as I mentioned, it gives them the opportunity to decide if it's an impulse and if it's also a truly a need or just a desire that they have. And again, that's a key opportunity to teach your kids the difference between need and desire. And then there's investment money. Okay, so we've suggested, again, I'll mention spending 40% savings, 40% investment, 10%. So investment monies are to put towards something that they can help them gain more money than what they presently have. They could use it to get a certain license. So for instance, um, they could use it to get their babysitting license, right? That's spending money. They can spend it out of their investing though because it's going to bring them more money in. Um, So what have my kids taken? investing, they've invested in babysitting course, they've invested in a roughing course because the roughing course, obviously then they'd rough and they would make some money. Um, They've also, you could do like a lemonade stand, just as an example. They could buy their lemonade and make their signs. Um, They could be a dog walker, whatever. They can take out of their investing money that's something that's going to bring them money in the future. Giving money, giving money, giving money back? Is that what I've called it for you guys? Um, Yeah, giving back. So giving back money is at 10% of what they get. And that's to be put towards a fundraising initiative. It can be a cause they're passionate about. It can be something that they've identified that they really upset some kind of in the world and they want to help. We're asked all the time as adults to contribute toward fundraisers. So why not have your your children, sorry, involved in this decision-making process and in contributing towards it? And then they can use it to donate towards their favorite causes as well. So if your kids are really into animals, maybe it's the SBCA. Um, That also leads to further conversations. So we've had further conversations with our kids when they've maybe not had enough in giving back. But we've said, okay, well, there's different ways to give back. So maybe you could go walk a dog at the SPCA or, or something of that of that like. But it really just opens their eyes to the fact that uh, giving back is a possibility and does occur in this world and we need to 
attribute our money that comes in towards it. So yes, these are the things that I feel are important or we feel are important in our house. So anytime the kids get money, it can go from their allowance, it goes into the spending, saving, investment, and giving back. You may have different categories than we do. I'd love to hear if you do, uh, or you may not feel one of those categories is important. It's up to you, but really what you need to do is start them managing their money. What we did when we first started it is we got uh, into the craft section. So, uh, you know, in North America, we have Michael's, uh, Walmart, stuff like that. But any really department store kind of place or craft store will have these little color-coded containers. And so we gave, you know, one child four containers that were purple, one child four containers that were red, let's say yellow and green. And they were labeled uh, that with the child's name and then those different categories. And when they got their allowance at the beginning, while we were teaching them about it, physically the allowance, so we'd have to get a lot of change actually, would be divided into those different categories. And then they knew that they could take it out. Now eventually with time, you know, it's in their bank account and we just keep a a track of it. There's different apps for that. uh, Or you could just simply write it down depending on your child and how they learn and and how you want to record it and how much paper you want to have as a trail. Uh, There's different ways to do that, but certainly you want to keep track of it. So as I said, for all our kids, we just did it in these clear containers with their names on it that they could see and they could see you know oh this is building up or oh, I have enough money now for my spending or my savings or whatever it is that they were looking at doing. Um, you know, if they don't have a favorite cause, it's a really cool project to research. It's summertime right now where we are in Canada and North America and so why not have your child research? different places to volunteer or places that they could uh, use their fundraising or they're giving back money at. And uh, each family member could present and maybe you can, you put all the giving back money together and use it. Um, and, you know, we had uh, an opportunity this past Christmas to donate for a family, but um, it turns out that our giving back money was quite depleted at that point. And so we were brainstorming what we could do. And we heard about an opportunity to help be a Christmas elf. And so what happened is you went to the store, in this case, it was a, a Walmart store we met at. And at the store, there was a company uh, or a person, sorry, that had organized uh, all these different families that needed gifts over Christmas. And so they had like boy aged 11 likes Lego, you know, girl age three likes the color pink, needs clothes or something like that. Anyways, you got these lists. And so as a family, we went around and I think we shopped for four or five families. It was so amazing. We didn't have the money to pay for four or five families in our giving back money from our kids. But what we were able to do is give them that experience still giving back. So don't be, you know, shut down or think that there's no possibilities because they don't have enough money in their giving back to actually give back because there's different ways to do it. So really what I wanted to just share with you there is kids are not being taught money Uh, how to use money and how to save money and how to spend money elsewhere. And so you need to give them that opportunity to do that. An allowance can give them that opportunity. And by you teaching them about different categories and how to manage their money, you're only going to be helping them fly. And I will talk to you in another um, podcast about tying 
allowance to different things and what is a good idea and what's not a good idea in my opinion and what we've done and what we've researched and what we've seen and uh, then you can decide obviously on that for yourself as to what categories that you want uh, to spend your money on. I did want to end with something though um, or a couple different things in terms of finding happiness in the bills that you pay. So one of the key things that we need our kids to understand about money is that it does come in and it does go out (laughs) and hopefully more comes in than goes out. But um, we need to find happiness in the bills that we pay. This was a huge money mindset for me. I was uh, living on my own with my two children and I was not having my awesome government (laughs) paid job with um, expenses and sorry, not expenses, but with like insurance and a good solid paycheck every month or every two weeks and I was instead living on my own with my two kids and I was running my own business and I had an expense that was unforeseen and it seemed like I had a couple of those in a row and that was a pretty scary feeling for me and it was right at the time though I was being really aware of wanting to change my money mindset as I've called in the last podcast funny money or a fixed mindset and I realized that I wasn't showing my kids that spending money on bills is just a part of life and actually just being so appreciative right so a hydro bill comes in that was a little bit higher well aren't we really fortunate that we are able to have hot water for our showers or turn on the heat when it gets a little bit extra cold or isn't it really fortunate that um my car broke down because I have a car and I'm able to fix it in order to use that car, which, you know, can bring me more money. And so you really want to get grateful that you have that. You have a car to drive, you have bills to pay, whatever bills they are, it means that you have those things. Not only that, as I started running my own business, I realized that paying those bills gave all these different people jobs. And so how amazing is that, that I'm contributing, I'm paying my hydro bill, I'm paying my mechanic, um, because that's contributing to them being able to put food on the table at their houses. And so again, be grateful for the bills that you have. So you're teaching your kids through using allowance, that uh, the different ways to manage money, then you have to teach your kids that it's okay, when bills come in. Uh, One thing I suggest parents do is pay your bills while the kids are doing their homework. Do your money management then, um, unless you do it with them during like a family money management meeting or something like that. But, you know, that's something you have to do on a continuous basis. You have to keep track of your bills, keep track of your money coming in, keep money going out. Kids need to keep track of their homework and when they have things due. So why not do that at the same time together? Bills are a reality. So set your kid up with a healthy mindset around paying them and how to manage money. Imagine the amount of stress you can alleviate if you gave your kids the opportunity to be thankful for their bills instead of stressed about them. Thank you so much for listening. I very much appreciate you uh, giving me the feedback you've been giving me. And um, I look forward also to talking to you more about this subject because there's really so much more on it. But I don't want to be going on and on in one particular podcast. So it'll probably be a podcast or two more. Thanks again. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. As well as follow me on Facebook. 
at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.